0: A lot of news coming out of Hamilton on the issue of the mob. And this latest story is uh, about a Hamilton gangster who really apparently didn't necessarily want a life in crime, but inevitably has been taken out by it. And um, we're starting to learn some of the details about uh, C.C. Lupino. He is the son of mob royalty. And he was taken out last week as he returned to his mountain area family home. And according to the details coming out of a National Post piece by Adrian Humphreys, Lupino was gunned down in broad daylight by someone who they believe had uh, been watching him and who has been or was caught on surveillance, essentially following him into the garage and opening fire point blank. And this man is the son of Rocco Lupino, whose grandfather is... Giacomo, one of the most notorious and respected mafia bosses in Canada. So this is not a small player, but it is believed that Giacomo and his sons led one of the most prominent mafia families in Hamilton, which branded Hamilton as an underworld powerhouse. So CeCe's murder is the third shooting in a matter of months. And the mafia life wasn't a given for him but apparently it took him down. I want to bring James Dubrow into this conversation. He's a true crime writer, organized crime specialist, as well as an investigative journalist. He joins me now. Hello there.
1: Good evening, Alex. How are you doing?
0: Good, thanks. So let's talk a little bit about who this guy was. You know, he was killed in the home that he shares with his parents, uh, Rocco, who I guess happened to be also a captain. So this is a pretty personal hit.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) um, Lupino was... Yeah, well first of all the, the Lupino's go back I, I started working on organized crime in 74 and one of the first mob bosses I came across was old Giacomo Lupino the old don in Hamilton who everyone respected and he was Calabrian but he he dealt as a consigliere with all the families you know he was just highly respected mm-hmm. um and his sons were all crime groups. His son, Natalie, worked for Paul Volpe. Uh, He worked for the violi Catroni mob. Um, This is a very well-placed family. Rocco Lupino worked with Volpe and with Violi. Uh, This is a very well-placed family. Um, So an attack on Rocco's son, whether he was a major mobster or not, I don't think he was a major mobster. Um, I'm told that he... Uh, was on the edges that he was helping run the family real estate. Uh, he certainly couldn't avoid it. He's being the son of such a and the son of such a notorious uh, gangster who only recently was involved in the uh, Violi um, fentanyl and drug ring. Right. Uh, having having been involved, you know, with his uncle Violi. Uh, and his grandfather. I mean, this guy was in his DNA. Organized crime. Mean, it's, it's
0: well, his, fa- a, his father, is. Is it, he was a captain, correct? He's a captain?
1: Well, captain is, is a very hierarchical term. He was a fairly well-known for many years, 30, 40 years, uh, gangster in the Hamilton area. Let's put it that way. Right. It, it was said in wiretap. that he was a captain in the, the Buffalo family, but I don't believe that. I mean, he was... The Buffalo family is almost dead. I think he was... Certainly well-placed, you know, and, and they also said Violi was the underboss of Buffalo, but, hey, I mean, who knows.
0: And so, as I understand it, though, Cece uh, didn't necessarily want to go into a life of crime because, you know, it came with the headaches. And so well, he, he thought, unless bill- there's money to be made, I'm, I'm not going to go in.
1: Well, it's very tricky when you're the son and and when it's in your DNA and there's so much going on. I mean, I, I've spoken to people like this, and it's very, very tricky how, how you get around it. I mean, you know, the, as one put it to me recently— uh, a lot of sons and cousins and brothers of major mob people are being killed recently mm-hmm. in the Hamilton area. <laughs> think of Musitano, think of... Uh,
0: Albert Cos- La- Laverone.
1: Yeah, and Cosmo Camiso. Yeah. Cosmo was killed. So these are all being related to such a well-known sinister crime boss can have its own problems, and other things can happen. Now, remember, the police inserted an informant into the Violi Lupino, what have you, a drug ring that recently was prosecuted. And we don't know how that informant got in, how the police informant got in, but it was pretty devastating to the family. There's some who think, some organized crime experts think, that maybe uh, Chi-Chi is what some of his friends call him, Uh, Lupino, might have inadvertently introduced this guy, maybe through a real estate deal or something, I don't know. Um, So that might be uh, one plausible motives certainly he was targeted it was pretty daring
0: well, well let me let me go back with that because uh both um angelo musatano alberto laverone yep. they were killed in similar ways where the person's right on their property they know kind of where right. they're coming in what time they're coming and they go right in and shoot uh assassination yeah, style that's so a that's a, a very style. personal kill
1: yeah it's a hit style uh yeah personal kill but you know a lot of people kill personally remember johnny papalia was killed yep in front of his. Um, that was just because it was easy to do. I mean, when you're a hit man, you want to get the job done. You want to kill the person. Uh, it doesn't mean it's the same hit team or hit man. And it also doesn't mean that it's the same person organizing it. So it's, it's, it's tricky. Um, some, somebody hired usually, and it, it may be that he has that modus operandi. Certainly he was, he was, he was followed and, and targeted and it was, and obviously, someone with no fear of the mystique of the mob. Right. Right. Uh, probably not a mobster himself. No, probably not a maybe a street gang uh, guy, but not a, uh, a mafia guy. Uh, normally, you don't kill someone in their home uh, uh, because of the family. A lot of you can kill people. People in a lot of places. you know? Well,
0: cer- certainly, a message was being sent. Given he lived with his father, Rocco. And, I mean, and, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty brazen uh, message to send. No, yeah.
1: I think they, I think they didn't care, and it was easier to do that way. People's guards are down when they're home, and the, and and the guy just got married right. to get that, and that's kind of sad. I mean, I don't know how much he was involved in crime, but it's just unfortunate because when you are so, your your grandfather, your uncles, your father. Everyone around you, the business that you're working on, which is probably laundering mob money, uh, almost certainly. I mean, this is very hard to get away from it all. Uh, if you have a name like Lupino in Hamilton, if you want to get out of the mob, you have to leave, go far away from Hamilton. You know, or if you have a name like Papalia, uh, if you if so many names in Hamilton, you know, the, Papalia goes back to the twenties. Yeah, in a hundred years.
0: Well, you know, there's certainly a lot of jockeying, uh, certain, certainly since Vito Rizzuto's death. And so, what what do yeah. you think is happening here, and what we will expect uh, moving forward?
1: Well, I think a lot of newer Calabrian mafia cells, the andranger cells, the newer ones from Italy and more recent, the last ten to twenty years, are challenging probably for drugs, but challenging the uh, power of the old families, which would be Lupino, Violi, Musitano, even his old family now, although one didn't used to think of them that way, but they've been around since the late 60s now too, which is over 50 years. So uh, I think a lot of people are challenging their, and Camiso as well, challenging their power, and you know, to hell with them, they're saying. And of course, don't forget in, in the world of organized crime, capital punishment is the first Recourse often to change the situation. This is how John Gotti became boss of the Gambino family. He simply killed the former boss. And, uh, so capital punishment is used, and it's fairly efficient in getting changing these power structures and also getting rid of someone for good. Unlike a lawsuit or you know breaking legs. Well, so I think we do have a a a, a battle. A control of some of the Calabrian cells, not just in the Hamilton, Southern Ontario area, but also in the Montreal area. Yeah. And I don't see any end to the bloodshed in the immediate future because for each person killed, there's got to be retaliation. Uh, usually there is. And, you know, after Papalia was killed 20 years ago, Carmen Barillero was killed. Um, and that was the uh, organizing that. And we've had all these murders in the Hamilton area because, you know, basically Hamilton... Uh, the mob goes back over 100 years in Hamilton. It's it's a place where, uh, as I said in one of my books, the heart beat for the Mafia in Ontario for many years. And now it's sort of moved to Vaughan and other places. Uh, however, there's still a number of Mafia families in the area. Yeah, And uh, Jimmy Lupino, incidentally, who died a couple of years ago, he was very important in the mob. Morocco's brother, the uncle of the deceased in this case. Uh, he's the one that that actually stood up for Paul Volpe and got him into the Magadino family back in 1960.
0: Fascinating. Well, I got to get a wall, start putting pins up in all the pictures and following it through because it's uh, yeah, the story's it gotten a lot bigger and certainly into a big uh, spark and these uh, these takedowns. James, I got to leave it there, but thanks so much for the insight. I appreciate right. well,
1: it. Thank you. Take care.
0: Thank you. That is James Dubrow, who is a crime writer and follows all of this uh, stuff. It's fascinating. Fascinating. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.